Welcome once again to the Business is Good podcast. We are continuing in our series entitled Good Placeology. If you've been joining our conversations in this series, welcome back and thank you. If this is your first time joining us for Coffee and Good Placeology, we are continuing our discussion regarding the foundational elements of Good Place and Good Place organizations. This is episode seven in this nine episode series. In this episode, we'll be discussing what we think is a very interesting question, we hope you do too, and another foundational element to build upon regarding the concepts of good place organizations. We want to answer the question, what is the purpose of work? My name is Chris Young, and I'm honored, as always, to lead the Good Place Institute, and I'm so passionate about sharing these concepts with you alongside my good friend and colleague and our chief marketing officer here at Good Place Holdings, making it all happen, Josh Mitchell. Thank you, Josh, for your passion, your encouragement, and your continuous and unending work in this movement. Yes, Chris, what a great question. And it is interesting, but I also do think that we all ask this question of ourselves quite often. Um, I'm looking forward to the conversation uh, and hearing what you have to say, but also exploring 2,000 year of wisdom has to say about it as well. Yeah, let, let, let's get that straight. I'm not 2,000 years old, right? But uh, hopefully what, you know, what, what I have to say slash what we have to say um, does come uh, from that 2,000 year old wisdom that, that you talk about. So I'm looking forward to this as well. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. Let's do what we do here on the podcast and thank everybody who's vicariously joining us through their podcast platform. Uh, so please go ahead and grab your favorite coffee, a comfortable place to sit and listen as we unpacked uh, what we think is a pretty significant question in our episode seven in the series of Good Placeology. What is the purpose of work? Chris, there's so many places we could start with this question. Uh, I'm super interested in where you slash we will begin this one. I'm a little interested as well. So uh, here, here, let's start with this one. Um, we've done this a couple times in various audiences. Um, and so, you know, when we woke up this morning, uh, whether we did this literally or figuratively, um, we probably asked ourselves a question or thought something along these same lines. And so I'll just start with this. You know, uh, did you ask yourself, wow, what do I have to do today? What is all the stuff that I have to do today? Uh, we're doing this podcast on a on a Monday afternoon, right? The start of the week. What's all the stuff I have to do today or, or, or do this week? Or did we ask ourselves, wow, I had a lot of stuff to do. How am I going to get all this stuff done? Or did we ask ourselves the why question? Why am I doing all this stuff in the first place? You know, what's the reason I'm doing the things that I'm doing today? especially the work that I have the opportunity to do. I think uh, as we progress, I mean, we're on episode seven now. Some, a word that has come up quite often is why uh, in, in a lot of our discussions. So, you know, I think the Bible describes a God who cares a lot about the why and why we do things. So how, where do we go from here with the why? Yeah, no, I, I like your comment there. You know, when we read through the whole storyline of the Bible, which we kind of did a briefing on that in one of our previous episodes, um, God does care about why. You know, we like to say he's a God of why. Um, we certainly know that there's commandments to do things and not do things, 
But even many of those were further illustrated in the New Testament. Uh, you know, Jesus sharing that it's the motivation to do or not do those things that was extremely important, if not more important than the actual doing themselves. And, you know, obviously we want to be careful there. We're, there's commandments and there's, you know, behaviors that are that are um, talked about in the Bible. But really, you know, we could go on and on about all the places in the Bible where it talks about doing things out of love, you know, out of a motivation for love. And Corinthians, you know, I'm sure many people are, are pretty familiar. You know, it talks about, you know, hey, I can do a lot of things, but if I don't have love, for instance, you know, I'm nothing, you know, I'm a, I'm a clinging symbol, you know, kind of thing. Another place it talks about, you know, anything done without faith is sin. It's actually in Romans 20, uh, 14, 23, subsection B, because that's one of those verses that God has placed on my heart for forever and ever and ever. Um, but in other places, it specifically talks about a couple commandments and said, if you've done it in your heart, it's like you've actually done it. You know, so again, just a couple examples, but it points to a storyline or a meta narrative of the Bible that God really cares about our motivation. I mean, the greatest commandment is to love God and love others. It's it's the motivation for why we do what we do. So we determine that God of the Bible cares about the why of things, the purpose of doing things. Let's now talk about how that relates to the context of work. And what is the purpose of work? The question we came here to answer for everyone. Excellent. I appreciate that because I appreciate you moving me on. <laughs> I can get stuck on a topic for too long. So, so yeah, let's follow up with three more questions to un- unpack this topic on, on the purpose of work. Um, let's talk about where did work begin? Let's talk about why we work. And then let's get to that question, what is the purpose of work? So why do we, or excuse me, where did work begin? You know, work began at the beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1 and 2. In creation, you know, before the problem or the fall, you know, if you're the, the four chapter gospel storyline of the Bible um, kind, of, kind of story there, um, we find God is working. You know, God is creating. He's creating good things and very good things and people. He creates people in his image, and God commands and calls people to work in a certain way. Um, we've come to know this as, as the cultural mandate, you know, to be fruitful and multiply, Genesis 1. You know, go fill the earth, subdue it, cultivate it, tend it. The word that we like to use, uh, I think it kind of um, illustrates all of that, is be a good steward. You know, God created stuff um, for people to, to use. He entrusted people with this earth, with all of creation. And he says, hey, go steward it. Go make society. Go build cultures. You know, and um, that's where it began. It began in the garden uh, before, you know, before the problem, before the fall, before sin entered the world. So our question, second question then is, you know, why do we work? Well, in the garden, in creation, it says that God created people in his image. So we work to bear his image, to make the invisible God visible. You know, again, God is a worker. You know, he spoke, so he didn't actually maybe work with his hands, you know, out of out of his voice, out of his word, his words, you know, creation came into existence out of nothing. Um, 
but we have this image of being a worker. Obviously, we can't make something out of nothing, but we can make other things and build upon that which he's entrusted to us, that which he created. And it's what we are designed to do. You know, we are designed to steward that which God created, to continue his creation, uh, making it better, if you will, you know, giving him a return to live and provide for ourselves, to provide for others in this world, allowing God to work in us and through us in the world. For what? You know, ultimately for his glory and for our flourishing. And if you've listened to us for the for a few episodes, you'll know that we love this term shalom, you know, for his glory and for our flourishing and shalom. So that leads us to the final question then. Okay, so what is the purpose of work? We like to use this phrase, you know, work is a means of grace. Try unpacking that one a little bit. <laughs> it's a tough one. You know, what, what does it mean that work could be God's means of grace in a way? You know, we love these terms, you know, uh, God is a God of mercy. He's God of love, obviously. He's God of justice. He's also a God of, uh, God of grace. You know, what is grace? I always like to say, you know, grace is ice cream. You know, uh, justice is getting what you deserve kind of thing. Uh, mercy is not getting what you deserve. And grace is is getting something that you don't deserve at all, like ice cream, you know, um, or something better like salvation. Um, but what is it really? It's making us and those around us something we're not, something better, you know, and what is that better? Well, in this case, for individual people, it's becoming more and more like the perfect human. And, and I love, Josh, you, you, you bring this idea of, of humanness, of that we're all humans and Christ is the perfect human. And what does it mean to be a disciple of Christ or become, uh, you know, to be a follower of Christ? It really be, means becoming more and more like him or, or bearing the image that, of him that we bear uh, better and better and better. So without using Christian language, you know, Christianese all the time, trying to make it, you know, so that so that one, I can understand so that we all can understand. It could be just said, you know, it's, it's about making ourselves better. You know, so work is a means of grace to make ourselves better. Something we're not something we could never become on our own. You know, so work works in us, on us and through us. Right. It work is a means of grace that helps make others better. It makes the organization better. It makes our industry or the marketplace better. It makes, ultimately, it makes the world better. So again, in previous episodes, we've said, you know, what is the purpose for a good place organization? Well, it's to make the world a better place. Individually, organizationally, communally, right? And what is better? So we, all, we always talk about these words, and I was, was just at, at a conference where, you know, lots of words are kind of slung around, and we really don't know what the operational definitions of those words are. So when we say, hey, we want to make something better, what's better? Well, there's a destination for better. And for individuals, we just mentioned it's, it's Christ. And for creation, whether that be the creation of an organization or just in general, um, it's God's kingdom. You know, what does life look like the way God intends it? Like we talked about again in a previous episode where we find good place in the front and the middle and the back of the Bible where, you know, God is getting glory and we're getting, you know, flourishing and shalom. God's putting good people in good places for that reason. Uh, we believe he created organizations and work for the same purpose 
to experience more and more of God's kingdom, to experience more and more of the way uh, that life, or excuse me, that God intended life. You know, again, we like this phrase of building up hearts of love and lives of shalom. And if you're a business leader, if you're an organizational leader, um, and you 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 follow the values and principles of the Bible, um, that's kind of our leadership responsibility. Our leadership stewardship uh, responsibility is to create environments, c- to create organizational cultures that l- look like the kingdom, so that more and more people can experience the kingdom through work and organizational life. And you know, when that happens, they get to experience the king of that kingdom. So again, like I said, ultimately, you know, where did work begin? Way at the beginning of creation, according to the Bible. You know, why do we work? Because we want to bear God's image better and better and better through the work and the giftings that he's given us. So what's the purpose of work? It's a means of grace to make people, the organization, and ultimately the world a better place where we are building up hearts of love and lives of shalom. Man, that's good, Chris. Thank you. Um, you know, one of the the first questions when you get introduced to someone new is, is what do you do? I wonder what it would be like to ask these questions as a follow-up to that question. Uh, at meeting Maybe it would kill the conversation really quick. Maybe it would actually provoke a really good conversation. Um, I think, again, this is just the beginning of the conversation of the purpose of work and trying to start those conversations with our audience, with each other. Um, So, again, I so appreciate your time and effort that goes into this and thinking through this and the study of of the Bible and what God says about work. So thank you very much, Chris. Mm. Thank you, Josh. And thank you for, you know, each of you who who joined us on this episode. Uh, We hope you enjoyed your coffee for sure. Uh, We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, Really appreciate uh, Josh facilitating and and moving this along and and adding some significant, you know, valuable contribution because he's lived this out in an organization, in his family, in the roles that he's played in our community. Um, So I really love sharing this time with him. Um, We hope you got a better understanding or or at least maybe a different perspective to consider uh, when it comes to the purpose of work. If you'd like to investigate more information regarding work, the purpose of work, uh, our topic today, or just our our concepts of Good Placeology, uh, you can always check us out on our website at goodplaceinstitute.com. You can check us out at our next podcast. It'll be coming out in a few. Um, But Josh and I are really, we really enjoyed sharing this time with you, um, the conversation with you, and we very much look forward to the next time we grab a coffee together and talk more about Good Place.